Welcome to Drive Time, the UCLA Anderson Fully Employed MBA Program Podcast. This is Dylan Stafford. I'm your host this week, and I have a, a really special guest. Um, with me today is our Associate Dean for Hybrid Learning, Dr. George Ingersoll. He is a, uh, a wonderful person that we're going to interview today. And what's in it for you is um, George has had a front row seat the last five plus years as UCLA Anderson has gone through the the sincere effort that it takes to create a new teaching pedagogy, which is our FEMBA Flex, our FEMBA Flex delivery. And um, we're going to tell you exactly some of the huge impacts that Flex has made to our reputation among other schools, to the quantity, but more importantly, the quality of students that we have been able to expand and, and attract and, and matriculate and, and graduate. And, um, and if we have some time, we'll tell you about his own story about how he got into hybrid education. So um, please welcome George Ingersoll. Thank you, Dylan. I'm glad to be here. I am, I am really happy to get to interview you. What I forgot to say in the introduction is George is also my partner in crime. It is only with collaboration together that these podcasts exist. So maybe that'll be the extra bonus. We can talk about podcasting at the very end. But Sounds like fun. Flex is a big deal. Uh, it wasn't guaranteed that it was going to be a, the success that it has been and I want to to get to that story but let's just start with you and I both answer a lot of questions from prospects um, you more than me well okay <laughs> when people ask you what is flex like what do you say to them that... sure well I think it's important to point out that flex is part of the fully employed MBA program is a scheduling option as opposed to being a complete new program on its on its own Exactly. Yeah, that we always have to explain to people. No, I, I want to apply to Flex. No, you're applying to FEMBA. Right. After you're admitted to FEMBA, you have multiple choices. One of which is Flex. Right. It is unique among the scheduling options in FEMBA in that it is a it's a hybrid approach to instruction. Meaning the classes are a mix of online and in-person interaction and instruction. So the FEMBA, sorry, the Flex section meets on campus as opposed to, to having classes every week on campus or, or twice a week, meets on campus just once every three weeks on the weekends. And it's supplemented with online content that is the connecting thread between those campus visits every three weeks. I, I think, you know, going back to the point about it being part of FEMBA, that is the unique part of Flex in mm -hmm. that it is a, a schedule option that meets on campus a little bit less frequently, incorporates online content. But in other respects, it is the same as the other FEMBA sections. Uh, the FLEX section has access to the same resources, has basically the same experience. They're going through the same curriculum with the same faculty members um, the whole way through the program. And we always have to clarify with people in the, everything, you know, all the admission standards, you still have to take the GMAT, all the admission standards are you the same. You apply to FEMBA, you not, apply not to, FEMBA. to FLEX, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we live in a, a part of the world that has horrible traffic, you know, so it, it helps people who are coming from Orange County or San Diego or, indeed. or the Bay Area. But we've always had people who come from Orange County or San Diego or the Bay Area. What Flex has done that's, that's incredible is we now have people who commute from Seattle, from Boston, from Washington, D.C., from North Carolina. You know, one of our medical doctors is coming from New Orleans or Louisiana. I'm not sure if it's New Orleans. But we have a geographic reach that we never had before. And, and I think one of the, the huge victories of Flex is, as, and maybe you can speak to the, the surveys that we did, where people actually said, I would not be at Anderson. I would not be an executive MBA. Sure. I would not be a full-time MBA. I would not be a fully employed MBA. Were it not for the advent of the Flex 
for options. the scheduling options. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I think it's worth pointing out that yes, the geographic distribution has certainly increased uh, among the FEMA students as a result of, of Flex, but. Um, Something that we didn't anticipate was the volume of people who, who came to join the flex section because of the schedule that it provided. You know, we had uh, we, we've seen an uptick in um, certain professions. You know, uh, medical doctors and military in, in the flex section uh, because of you know this this schedule works better for them professionally. Um, so we've seen people who say, "Look, I know I have to be doctors who say I know I have to be on call." Once a month for an entire week, uh, and I can't—I maybe can't come to class during that week, but I, I can designate in the month what week that's going to be. So this format really works for me, but I, it wouldn't be really possible for me to, to to attend class every single week. So we're we're seeing, you know, and, and just based on professional and personal circumstances, some people really prefer this format. Um, so we, we've seen, as, as as Dylan, as you alluded to, the. Uh, we, we issued a survey asking people, you know, if, if, if the flex students, uh, if, if we didn't have this option, would you have come to, to, to UCLA for an MBA otherwise? And uh, t- only 20% said yes. So uh, 80% of, of the flex students presumably would not have been on, on campus otherwise. Yeah, and that's in, in, a, in a tough economy, anything you can do to revitalize or revolutionize or improve your, your offering, that's smart business. That, that we can expand access to quality people to get their MBA. And, and I love the fact, like, the first year of Flex, two women had children during their first year of Flex. Right. I mean, we didn't market it as a family-friendly schedule per se, but for those two people, it was part of their life journey. We didn't market it at all, to be fair, but yes. Well, that's right. Well, yeah, we're going gonna, we're gonna, to we're gonna get to the story here. So um, but I, I just want to land the point also that some people have really appreciated Flex in the second half of FEMBA. Yeah. You know, so 80% of FEMBAs do the on campus schedules, either all day Saturday or Tuesday, Thursday, for their core classes. Mm-hmm. And then at a later chapter in their career during the second half of FEMBA, as an elective choice, then they, well, let me, let me try out Flex. And, and we've gotten those sort of late adopter stories of, hey, this is really wonderful. Sure. I mean, the electives that are offered in the Flex format, more than half of the students who are enrolled in those classes are did not start off in the flex section. So, you know, you see the, the majority of the enrollments in, in, in our hybrid classes are, are coming from outside of that, those, those people who originally started in flex. And I think that that really gets to this idea of providing more options, more access, more different ways to engage with the material. And I think that's, you know, one of the main benefits that we see. It, you know, it, for some students, it certainly makes sense. We, we have students, you know, who relocate. They started off at a job in Los Angeles, and an incredible opportunity, hap- you know, arose for them in Seattle. And so, all of a sudden, being able to switch into the flex section is this, you know, it basically keeps them able to continue their their MBA. So there's those students, but then there's folks who just, you know, for for one quarter, they're 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 they know they're going to be busy or doing a lot of travel for work, and so they say, I'm going to take a couple flex classes this quarter, and it works out really well for them. I love this story. As we were prepping for our podcast, we remembered David Duong, who's a 2015 graduate, huge leader on FEMBA Council. He helped generate the handshakes to hugs metaphor, which I love around here, that our, our culture great. is so special that not only are you making business handshakes, but you're, you're making lifetime friendships that will really turn into hugs. He was a 100% on-campus sure. core person. 
he was a, an accountant, wanted to get into marketing, wanted to recreate himself, got a new job halfway through school in a totally... Where was it? It was Electronic Arts, I believe. And then he's already moved beyond there to another new job. I, mean, uh -huh. I think he's had three jobs, uh, you know, three big positive career shifts. But he had that, that desire we all have when we step into the, the new role of, I want to really make that, you, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So he wanted his first 90 days to just be rock solid. So he opted for Flex that quarter huh. and became a huge champion. No idea that this would be not only an equal substitute, but would give him what he needed at that chapter in his career, which is a whole lot of latitude. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I always, I always, you know, we're going to, we're going to, I want to pivot to the story of Flex, but let me just, you know, in the world of the impact of Flex, we admitted on average in the five years before 2012, in the five intakes of, of FEMBA students leading up to Flex, we admitted on average 270 students per year. In the five years since the launch of Flex, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, we admit on average 320 students a year. We're the only West Coast program that's growing. It's like a whole section. It is like a whole section. Imagine that. And Flex doesn't get 100% of the credit. GAP has continued to evolve the global immersions, the Center for Global Management. I mean, now we have the Accelerator coming on. Anderson, there's lots of happening. So much, yeah. So much good stuff happening. But Flex gets a lot of the credit because, as you said, there as we survey people, they they just could not have been here otherwise. Sure. So that's the impact of Flex, and 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 then within that the numbers there are, we've set records in the last five years. We've had we've doubled then tripled the number of military people participating at Anderson. We've we've had all time best numbers of women for four years in a row. We didn't match it this year, but we've done great with with women choosing Anderson military with the medical doctors, PhDs, and of course the out of area. Flex doesn't get all the credit for that, but it gets a lot. So it would be easy to sit here now, five years after the fact, and think, well, this was a no-brainer. Of course we did it. What I really want our podcast listeners to hear from you, because you had a seat at the table, possibly more than, except for Dean Olian and Senior Associate Dean Carla Hain, you probably had the, the, the catbird seat on, on, on seeing this thing really unfold. So I, I would love for our, our listeners to get that inside peek of, because of, we, we, had, we, had, we had mucked around, you know, the, you know, faculty had tried, you know, just experimenting course by course yeah. on electives. So tell the backstory and then what it was like, like the big day that, that Dean Haynes said, we're going to put this up for a faculty we're vote. doing this, yeah. Yeah, so... Because, again, you really saw this up close more than anyone, really. Right. Well, I mean, I think the very earliest discussions were not about flex, per se. We, we, they were not discussions about, hey, we want to get involved with hybrid learning. There was certainly a sense, this is, we're talking 2012, um, and there was certainly a sense at the time that, you know, this was the, the online education in general and ed ed education technology was growing and it was a, a major factor in higher education. There was that sense. But our first conversations <clears throat> had, had everything to do with how can we improve this, what is already a great fully employed MBA program here. Specifically, how can we bring in different students and expand access and options within the program? So those were the, that was the genesis of the conversations. Now, the result of that became FEMBA Flex. You know this this model of, of, of hybrid learning that allows 
um, students to, to sort of maximize the time, you know, when they're here on campus in, in shorter segments and so not have to make as many trips to campus. But it was a lot about, okay, what happens when we expand our geographic network? Can we reach out to students? We, we have this in very highly rated uh, fully employed, you know, part-time MBA program where the, the, you know, we have great rates of student satisfaction. Presumably, there's a lot of students outside of the LA area who would want to to, to come join us, but they may not be able to make it to campus. Um, we also we looking at those that sort of potential group of students. You know, they represent different companies and in some cases different industries than are located in the LA area. So it was a chance to expand the network of FEMBA, and that's what we were looking for. When we launched Flex, was you know, can we get to can we can we expand the network that, that FEMBA represents, bring in diverse perspectives, people from different major corporations, and I think we've been very successful in, in doing that. So those were the early conversations, and you know, we we were thinking about okay, what's our best delivery mechanism, and ultimately we settled on on Flex. Um, we've really followed uh, what's known as a flipped classroom model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and tell people kind of what a flipped classroom is, because I. I love it when you explain it because it just makes so much sense, but I'd never heard the term before. Sure. So the, the idea in, in the flipped classroom model is we take what most of the instruction, so the going through the slides, uh, problem sets, you know, you present presentation promises, work throughs, and we put that online. So it's something that you watch on your own, you engage with, uh, interactive learning activities before you, you get to class. So, so this is like the building block. This is the part... It's the lectures, yeah. yeah the, the, the part that the faculty would yeah. have to put in to make sure everybody had the same starting point. That's a better way to put it. Thank you, yes. It's the building blocks. And then when they get to class, it's a much more of a focus on interactive learning. Mm-hmm. So it's discussions, it's casework, uh, experiential learning activities. All that stuff happens in class. It, you know, breakouts into small groups. Students are taking more of an active role in, in the presentation of the content and their, their own material. But it's all applying what the student, what, what the class engaged with outside of class on their own in, in, with these, these online learning modules. So that's the, 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 the format that we're using with Flex. And, um, and so, so first, you know, it started from a strategic perspective. How can we expand access to, to the FEMBA program? And then we got into to some more of the, the details of, okay, pedagogically, what are we hoping to accomplish here? And basically, the idea was, how can we keep what makes FEMBA great and just expand the options there? Mm-hmm. And, 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 so, and that's been, I think, borne out in a lot of the ways, um, you know. Okay, so you had asked earlier about, well, you know, what was, what was the, the overall, what was the process for getting this thing off the ground? And, um, you know, originally, th- these, these were conversations with um, FEMBA administration. Certainly, Senior Associate Dean Carla Hayne was a, a major champion of this, of this initiative. I mean, it was, this she, is, she this was her kinda, grandchild. She yeah. was the, the, the driving force, I would say. I think Dean Olean aligned on it, but Carla kind of was doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, because I, mean, I think you have to, to keep in mind, this was a major change. Yeah, and this I, is a big deal. So this, this is UCLA. We don't just, I mean, this is like our core product. Yeah, this is a this is, this is a big deal to mess with your core product, and you know which, uh, and, and and like I said before, the FEMA program was so strong. There was like, well, why do we need to, to to mess with it? Like that that that's that was scary. It was it was a little bit nervous territory. Um, fortunately, Judy Olian, Dean Judy Olian, was 
a huge, you know, a, a huge proponent of this approach. You know, I think that she saw the innovative approach here as something, you know, that's, that, that has value in itself, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it would expand the horizons for Anderson as a whole. So she was, she was a major champion. When we took that, took the proposal for for the flex section to the, a faculty vote, we had a full, the entire faculty voted on this, and so having her support and. and Dean Haynes is, is 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 very convincing as well. Those were those were really key elements to getting that approval. We had you know actually the faculty were, were very supportive, and so it was it was you know I gotta say a, a pretty smooth process. Their big caveat, the, the thing they the stipulation they put on the on the project of launching FemaFlex was we need to have a review, a very comprehensive yeah. review, two years in, where we look at the outcomes and we we measure all of the, the you know, basically the success of the, the 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 initiative from from all kinds of different angles. So that's something that that we carried out in 2015, and I'm I'm so glad that was the stipulation they put on it because it really gave us so much more insight into what was working in the program. Um, so do I, should I speak to 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 that review process at all? Is that well, I think so. Yeah, like what? Like I think it's fascinating. I'll give the the broad yeah. overview yeah. if that if that works. I mean, what we found, and and we had a lot of really good opportunities to do some like to to examine quasi experimental data, um, because there's not as as with FEMBA and the full time the executive MBA programs, we don't have faculty who are designated flex or non flex. It's you know it's a shared group, and so oftentimes you'll have a faculty member who's teaching a class on Saturdays and a, and a flex class side by side in the same quarter. And that faculty member, yes, some of the instruction is delivered online, but they'll usually use the same exact me- measures of assessment. They'll, both sections will take the same final exam, and so we can make we can do those comparisons. And what we see in, in terms of academic outcomes uh, is they're identical. You know, we we were seeing no differences in test scores, overall grades, rates of, you know, who's on the dean's list, and mm-hmm. uh, that the those percentages and those breakdowns were the same across sections. Uh, there is a slight difference, as you know, Dylan, uh, in terms of the incoming, the group that self-selects into FLEX, um, tend to be, you know, a couple years older, obviously much greater geographic distribution. Well, yeah, for uh, sure. A couple more years of, of work experience, but... Uh, and, and, and actually, as a result of that geographic distribution, you often see some industries represented more, more or less. Um, and we, we talked about some of those differences in the beginning. But in terms of the, the outcomes, rates of student satisfaction, we compared evaluations, you know, end-of-course evaluations across the programs, um, no difference. And that, to me, is huge. I mean, the, yeah. the two things that we are ever going to be concerned about, you know, the heart of our business is education. So are we delivering learning? Are the learning outcomes robust, and and are our students satisfied? You know, so check mark on learning, check mark on satisfaction. Flex was expanding our reach, and it was doing as good a job, and in some cases slightly higher. Um, you know, some people like it more. I, I love. I mean, this is so yeah. so basic, but it I, it makes sense to me when I remember my education. I hear people say, "Yeah, I just love to be able to rewind." Yeah, and just just like listen to it three or four times. Yeah, so yeah. Sp- speed it up and then watch it twice. Well, you know, yeah, that yeah, happens yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, listen to it at 2x, but listen to it twice. That, you know, like, because our students are spending a lot of time and money. They, they People yeah. don't phone it in here. People really want the benefit of the education. And I hear again and again that one of the surprising things people don't anticipate and is, is this this value of, of it's asynchronous. I can do it on my own. I can do it in the morning when, I, when I'm high energy. Yeah. I can do it after I put the kids to bed. I can, you know, yeah. Do it on an airplane. I mean, by do it, I mean I can watch the asynchronous, pre-recorded 
foundational building block components multiple times so that because I always think of flex is like you do the basic stuff on your own time yeah. and then you do the quote unquote good stuff the four the four weekends a quarter that you're on campus all the really like graduate level let's 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 raise our hand and get into the meat of the conversation and look at this from new perspectives sure when the questions are in class they're not they're not watching a lot of slides it's, it's no, that, a highly that's, interactive process now let's yeah. like really get into the meat of this which is why we're here that's what grad school is about yeah i mean if if, if i can share sort of where a little bit of my anxieties early on, it, was, it had less to do with the learning outcomes. You know, I was confident on that. I knew that we had good online content. I knew that the students were going to, like, like, like you said, the access to go back and, and, and get those foundational concepts. And I knew that the way that the professors were engaged with the material, it was going to be a strong um, experience academically. I think, you know, some of the, the, the biggest concerns I had, certainly, and, and I heard this echoed, um, you know, around the campus in some cases, was... Well, what's what's the what's the networking experience going to be like for the folks? Oh, yeah, How are they going to engage was, with the campus? Yeah. You know, and uh, because they're not, you know, it's it, there's no question the the times that they're here in class, it's not as frequent. I mean, that's the whole sort of it's it's the value proposition is the flexibility of of this section, and yet um, there's a couple things to note about that. One you just touched on, which is when they're here, it's an incredibly engaged experience. Um, you know, oftentimes, especially when you have students flying in, you know, on a Saturday morning, uh, you know, they're they're not only in class on Saturday and Sunday, but they're also hanging out on Saturday evening. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it, as opposed to you know a program where you're, you know, commute, you know, driving in on on a weeknight. I'm not 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 to say like those students are oftentimes the uh, Thursday night happy hour is, is they, pretty it's, well. It's a thing. It's a yeah, thing. It's, it's, it's a, thing. a thing. But it, you're, you're definitely you're you're here for the entire weekend, and so right. they they're not missing out on this. Certainly. Um, Networking with their section, but I think the thing that oh, and I'm sorry, I interrupt yeah. you. And we because we, we left out a basic factoid. So students take class from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday. Right. So they take class A on Saturday, and then Sunday is is 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's right. So, so four times a four four times a quarter. Right. And we designed that such that you could fly in on a Saturday morning, be there through Saturday evening, and then leave on Saturday. I mean, Sunday, sorry, Sunday afternoon, and get back to wherever it is you're coming from. I think that the the thing that some students, you know, it, it, it requires thinking about. And one of the reasons I think that we've seen high rates of satisfaction among the FLEX students is because they go in with their eyes open. They say, you know, I know that I'm commuting from Las Vegas. I don't, I'm not right next to the UCLA campus. Right. Um, and there's some sacrifices that, that you have to make as a result of that. There is so much going on on campus. Yeah, uh, I think you said it once that we overload the calendar, which is absolutely true. Every student has to make choices about the things they're going to engage with. There's, I, I'll probably get this number wrong, but like over fifty clubs. Yeah, it's, um, it's around fifty personal, professional, and and interest. And interest. No, nobody can join all fifty clubs. <laughs> right. No one can do all the good stuff here. It's right. it's the AM PM tagline. Too much good stuff. Right. And and we've got you know almost two thousand MBA students here. On a variety of different schedules, Flex is by no means the only you know right. different schedule option, and so it's impossible for to offer any specific event that is accessible to every single student here. Um, but if you're coming from farther away, it's not easy to just pop in, obviously, and, and see the guest speaker that you really want to to engage with, or to go to every single on-campus recruiting event if that's what you're interested in as well. Flex students obviously have access to mm -hmm. all those resources, and if a flex student wants to be here every single day, they can be. 
But realistically, if you're coming from outside the area, that may not be an option. However, what I've heard from some of some of the, the, the graduated flex students and some of the folks who are here on campus is it makes having to make some choices uh, it forces them to focus a little bit more. Mm. So maybe if you know for for those students who are specifically interested in entrepreneurship, you know they they engage with the Price Center and maybe they they join a club and you know when when there's a there's a guest speaker who they're truly interested in. Um, you know, they, they, because, you know, who's had a couple, you know, successful startups, that's someone that they're, they're going to, they know they're going to come see. And, and we try to make a lot of activities accessible, the really big, important activities. We try to make those accessible to the Flex students, either by having it on, you know, thinking about when we can offer that activity. Maybe it's on a Flex weekend, like the All Anderson networking event that's coming up. Um, but also through, you know, offering opportunities to, to watch. Some, uh, you know, as many as possible guest speakers as possible on, uh, you know, recording and offering in some cases ways to to engage in real time with on campus events. So, all in all, I think that you know it is it is a different experience for someone who's who's not right on campus. But um, in some ways, it, it it can be you know a great experience to to sort of pick and choose where, where you're gonna where you're gonna spend your time, and everyone does that to an extent. Well, you know, Dean Carla Hain was um, succeeded by was what's the right word? She who Su- succeeded? I succeeded think by senior associate dean Margaret Shee, and she's got bold new ideas to grow. And Dean Olean is always about thinking the next and sure. thinking fearlessly. Um, so you know, when we start to look was as we transition towards the future focus, you know, this we've had a five year amazing run. You know, you've presented to multiple schools and a couple different. Conferences on Flex. I every I go to two annual conferences a year. People still ask me. We've been benchmarked by a couple of name brand California schools who are Indeed. a few years behind us. Uh, one across town, one in the Bay Area. Because you know people want to know what we're doing and they want to see what they can. Good artists borrow, great artists steal. But um, as you look about and you think about what's next for Flex, what's next for you? You are our associate dean for hybrid learning. You know what are things that you focus on as you as you envision the future. Sure. Well, there's a there's a number of ways that I think hybrid learning is is sort of evolving here on campus. Um, but I would say first off, strategically, mm-hmm. not even talking about the the delivery and, and you know that that's certainly improving. I'm happy to talk about that. But you know, there's I think we still have things to accomplish in terms of our original goal, mm. which was expanding access to the program and. Um, bringing in more diversity and you know m- different perspectives. Yeah. Because one of the challenges, frankly, with Flex has not been the execution in terms of well, not to say that there haven't been any challenges, but um, has been awareness. People, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yep, if yep, if yep, you're yep, thinking yep. about if you're uh, you know someone who's thinking about a part-time MBA, you're probably looking at schools near you because you know you've got a job, and you didn't know that UCLA has a an option that may be accessible to you, um, assuming you're outside the Los Angeles area. And so we all, all the time, I, 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 Dylan, I assume, I'm sure this is a conversation you've had a million times, is from someone, you're, you're outside the area, and someone says, I didn't even know that you had that option. No, it does. It, it's embarrassing. I mean, we don't have a huge advertising budget, but yeah. Right. Well, that's not what we're about. Um, yeah. But it is... It we're is, not a for-profit school, but, but it, you know, we're just in the world of awareness. Yeah, I want yeah. to... How can we find that person who's not even in a big market, but who's with a family business in Idaho, 
but they, you know, they, they grow potatoes and they sell them in L.A. and like there would be like a natural synergy and they just don't even realize. We are looking for more potato farmers. That's it. That's our new strategy. Dean Nolan's going to love me for my go potato there are, <laughs> strategy. No, but uh, that's the right idea is that there's tremendous candidates who can bring right. completely different perspectives right. to our program who probably don't even know about flight. Because so Los Angeles itself is so diverse. There's so much incredible future-focused business happening here, and we're the epicenter of it. We are UC Los Angeles. We are UCLA, for God's sakes. Right. 120 graduate programs here. There's so much cutting-edge research. You know, I, I love the numbers of, of what our impact is to the California economy and the, and the U.S. economy in terms of patents and, and in terms of bottom-line impact, and that's all happening here, and this lets you participate in that world. Sure. And there's, there's people that can, so there's absolutely people who don't know about this option who can benefit from it and who can benefit us by their participation. So there's that. That's one, something that, you know, I think it's always going to be, well, not always, but, you know, it's going to be a struggle for us even in, you know, the, over the next few years. In terms of what's happening, sort of what's the future of flex and hybrid learning at Anderson, um, it's really proceeding in a couple of different ways. Uh, one is organically. And, and I think this is probably the more important way. Since we've launched Flex and we have you know, a bunch of faculty who've, who've created hybrid courses, there are far more faculty, we, we've developed this capability and a general sort of a shared knowledge across the, our, the institution such that there's more faculty who have worked with members of, of our computing services department and our, our media production department to build online activities and videos that are supplementing their traditional classes then have actually taught a hybrid class. Hmm. So m quite a few more. Um, so it is, there's this, yeah, I think we've in some ways changed the way our faculty, many of them think about, you know, the way they deliver their courses and the tools that they have to, to, to deliver instruction. Um, and then we've got faculty who are sort of going beyond what we ever envisioned for flex, and so we have faculty who are developing new techniques for instruction. So, um, Dean Gonzalo Fracius, uh, who, who teaches a flex class on taxation, uh, you know, he came to me and he said, "What if we, what if we offer different tracks for our for for the students in this class?" I'm like, "What, what, do, you, what do you mean, different tracks?" And he said, "Well, I was thinking that between the second and third visit to campus, uh, the students could could choose different." areas of taxation to study on their own. I'll, I'll create three times as many uh, instructional mo instruct, instruct, um, modules of instruction, you know, three, you know, three different sets of videos, and one on uh, estate taxes, another on, on like real estate tax. I, I, I'm going to get this wrong. Um, it was build your own ending. It, it's build your own, build your own adventure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. just customize the the customize the part of taxation that's germane to you. Exactly. So whatever industry you're in, you can sort of focus in on one of the. I think one of the, maybe cor corporate taxation. You can you can do a deeper dive into this area. And then here's the part that I love about it. When that group when when the class reconvened back on campus, he had a group project that they were doing in class, it broke them off into groups of three, one person from each track, and they took on a case that used elements from all three tracks. So, you know, I, I, think, I, I just love this as like just a forward-thinking idea, you know. And actually, to different extents, other faculty have used 
the online medium to offer a supplemental content. Lots, of, you know. So you know, if you want to watch, if if you're in the statistics class, there are many more example videos and walkthroughs of problems that are than are just you know the sort of core function. You and you can look at optional stuff and, and, and learn more than, you know, if, depending on, on what your interest is. So that, that's that been done a, a few different ways. Though I, I, I love um, Dean Frasch's idea of these different tracks. And there's been other faculty, like Ian Larkin has uh, really interesting ways of teaching cases online, has like just incredible dynamic online discussions that he, that he moderates. So um, a lot of different ways that faculty are really just making this happen on their own. There's also the the side of it where it's you know how are we developing the ways we use online instruction and so some of it is again going back to additional and supplemental content you know there's a lot of demand among the, the students here and not just in Flex but but you know in, in Femba as a whole um, for for additional content and so you know we've we've built the, these great um, uh, pre pre term courses to for for math prep and and um, Excel content. So for those people who come in, you know, want to, want to familiarize themselves with, um, with with those areas and want to get a head start on on the MBA math or you know uh, brush up on their Excel skills. You know, we've got those as well as you know stuff that uh, content that is much more geared towards specific classes in the core. Um, there's there's pre term accounting prep um, for that class as well. So a lot of different ways that's going. And then there's the continuing to develop the sophistication of the way we 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 build out um, the content itself. So creating much more interactive videos where there's there's components that it's not just passive watching but but a bit more active participation. And 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 that's sort of an ongoing process in in trying to stay a little bit cutting edge. Well, we've yeah we've we've mentioned a lot of the leadership around here. Dean Olian, uh, Dean Hain, Dean She, uh, Dean Fracious. You know, Gonzalo, I love you're one of. We've had a flex commuter from China. Sure, Mengdalu, uh, who who <laughs> taught who was taught by who was took accounting classes from Gonzalo when he was here as an undergrad, and then you know got a job in China, reports to a Bruin, and uh, and applied to flex and was coming over from I forget which city. Well, in some ways, he actually this. I know this. This is rather unique, but in some ways, he he matches a lot of flex students, which is people who want to be connected to Los Angeles, right? Right. Are doing business elsewhere. Yeah. And it, for him, it actually made a lot of sense. Yeah. Now we have somebody commuting from Monterey, Mexico, and you know, it's sure. that's not our typical backyard. Those are outliers, but but maybe they're maybe they're outliers. Maybe they're beachhead. You know, maybe it's the start of something. Well, yeah. Okay. So we're, we're thirty-four minutes. We're coming to the end here. Uh, you know, you have a really interesting. We may have to do a part two for this. You have a really interesting backstory. You know, not only did George earn his MBA here at Anderson, but he he earned his PhD here at Anderson. Um, well, at, excuse me, at UCLA. Yeah, and School of Education. Yeah, so so just give people a little bit about your backstory. How'd you get in? Because you've now you're really becoming a subject matter expert in all things hybrid. But tell people a little bit about. That, if you would. Sure. I feel very fortunate to have gotten involved with um, online education and, and ed tech. I've been doing this for well over a decade now. Yeah. Um, so you know, pretty pretty early on. Um, and in some ways, I sort of uh, I, I, I felt like I fell into it a little bit. I was um, I, I've I've been a teacher my entire life. I was a tutor in college, and I uh, I was a, a an elementary school teacher in Baltimore. And uh, that actually was my first exposure to, to online learning. Just, you know, not online learning, I should say. It was, you know, computer-based instruction. 
Um, which got me, you know, I, I was really jazzed about computer-based instruction. I think, you know. Um, and so I went to work for uh, a company. I, I was still in Baltimore at the time. I went to work for Laureate Education, which had sort of, they had, they, that is actually Sylvan Learning Centers, who I had, I had okay. been, I had been a tutor for Sylvan when I was uh, an undergrad. Uh, and and had, Laureate had um, sold off all their, their tutoring centers and had just gone all in on international and online education. And so um, I, I was there doing operations for a few years, um, which is when I decided to, to come back to school uh, to, to get an MBA. I, I think my, my interest in an MBA was similar to the story that, Dylan, I know you hear from, from a lot of prospective students, which is I was in one lane. I was doing operations in, in, in an online learning environment that's a lot of you know, course production and working with subject matter experts and, and, and delivery um, you know, from even, even during the enrollment process all the way through students participating in their courses. Um, and I, I had reached a level where I was interfacing with a lot of other departments. You know, I, was, I was speaking to folks from finance, marketing quite a bit, um, different areas, it's just technology quite a lot. And I realized I needed, I wanted to develop the skills to be able to, to, to network, to, to work more effectively with those, with those people. I think that, you know, we've both heard this, a similar version of this story. I, you know, I was doing marketing and I realized, you know, I had a lot of success and I wanted to be able to talk to the people in finance. I mean, this is the, you know, very, and, it, and frankly, this is one of the great benefits of an MBA. Yeah. It, it, it does you, give you those skills. You become multilingual in all things business. Absolutely. Um, and so that, this is what, what led me to, uh, to come back to the West Coast. Uh, in, in where I, I grew up and enroll at, at Anderson. And, you know, one of the great things about being here, I mean, we talked a little bit about the diversity of the perspectives, and, and, and a lot of that has to do with Los Angeles. And, and it has to do with UCLA, the entire institution as well, because there's so much going on here. I was not the only MBA student who was interested in education by any means when yeah. I was here. Yeah. We had a little group that we would get together. <laughs> There's um, more than one of me. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. Uh, William Ochi, uh, professor emeritus now, um, was our sort of informal advisor. And we, we, you know, we met with wow. him a couple times and talked about current issues in education. That's an important, about ed tech. It was that's great. an important person to have in your circle of influence. He's an amazing human being. So, you know, you've always got... You know, at Anderson, there's you know we have strength in a lot of sort of traditional industries and in, in, in functional areas, but one of the things I think is so makes this such a great place to go to school is no matter what you're interested in, there's other like-minded individuals, um, and there's so much going on from an entrepreneurial perspective. And um, at any rate, so that was that was in in a nutshell my my MBA experience was you know I got what I was looking for in the sense that I got. Um, Exposure to to many different aspects of business, and, and and felt like I could I could communicate and 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 thrive, in, in, you know, across functional areas. But at the same time, I got to I got to stay close to what what really interested me, which was education. And so, post graduation, I went to work for another school, helped them launch an, an online program, and then um, ultimately decided that I wanted to to you know this was my I had been doing online education in a higher education context for for a few years and and i, I you know at, at some point you sort of say this is this is my career you know and this I, is what i'm doing yeah yeah and and you know i i don't know that it was something where i had, had my doubts before but i said i am you know i am fully invested and so that that prompted me to say like this you know i'm 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 someone who who's going to stay you know continue my career in, in higher education and, and and continue to investigate ed tech 
So I, I came back to school for a uh, for a PhD in, in in higher education to specifically study strategies for delivery of online uh, online instruction. Well, we are the beneficiary of that. Um, this is going to be the first Just in Time podcast. It is now five oh one on Thursday afternoon, and and people are going to be listening to this about thirty minutes from now. You so think we got that all in one take? We got that all in one take. Then so we don't have to edit out anything. I didn't. It's all gold. It is pure gold, liquid gold. So um, let me just wrap up by saying a couple things. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about share success here. It's a big thing for Dean Olean and, and all of us that we have this collaborative environment. So personally, I just want to appreciate you. Uh, George and I, we share a wall, and we hear each other's phone calls through this very thin <laughs> wall. But um, more important than that, we, we share hallway conversations. And it's so important to have work buddies. It's so important to have people that yeah. you can spitball with and, and really get outside the box with and really ask ridiculous but possible type questions with. And and you and I have, uh, you know, we've shared five or six years of life now. George was in the, I was in a meeting the day my wife called that, that our second baby was on the way. He was at that meeting. You were at the very first Pemba Palooza and probably all of them since. Uh, obviously, you know, you were at the launch of Flex. So we've shared some really fun stuff. And very concretely, specifically, the last four months, it was a water cooler conversation that we had that led to this podcast. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just thrilled that podcast episode number 20... Still happening in your office, though. <laughs> yeah, we don't quite have that studio worked no, out yet. No, no, no. But um, so, so I think that, that, that we have a, a just-in-time... Oh and, oh, and there was a horn outside my window. We almost heard, had it perfect. <laughs> almost had it perfect. Yeah, scrap the whole thing and start again. Start again. So it's just great that we that we're gonna that we're gonna have the twentieth podcast be 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 you because your your contribution is is huge to have this whole thing happen. Not well, just you flex. It's so. you know it is. I know you know that I enjoy sharing a wall with you and uh, <laughs> and, and bouncing ideas back and forth, but. Um, you know, it, it, it's been fun being more associated with the the admissions department just by being down here. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, and and I'm glad to finally be on the podcast after so much discussion. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you all for listening. Um, you know, if you're in the flex section, have fun this year. If uh, you're taking the on campus sections, that's awesome. And flex is available when you do electives. You know, we all innovate, and it's to the good of everyone. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed this look. Inside Femba Flex. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.